sound insane. Do you realize that? Man. You let politics ruin, or rather control your whole life, man. You're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors. Sad. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Underground for episode 91. My name is David, and I am joined once again by Joseph. Wild West Kemp Style. Nations. And this is the show where every week we remind you... Politics ruins everything. Joseph, welcome to this uh, delayed episode of the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That's life, you know. Yeah. That's why we mention to people, hey, you know, if you're enjoying our content so far and you're liking what we're doing, one of the best ways you can help us is by donating to us. And all we're asking for is a dollar a month PayPal donation recurring. And it just goes a long way to helping us out so we can devote more time to the podcast and, you know, be more consistent at it, even though we are really consistent with getting episodes out every week and stuff like that. I mean, that's the importance. Yeah of value for value because we do have life that occurs and it's unexpected things change and the whole value for value system is by this point if you've been listening so you can donate to us in the form of your time talent and treasure with any value you believe you're getting from us and so that can be in the form of any audio editing video editing sending us articles you know whatever talent you have anything you think is interesting just reach out to us if you go to our show notes you can click the, the direct.me link and you'll find our PayPal link donation. You'll find our Bitcoin wallet address. You'll also find our Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. So feel free to reach out to us on there and also YouTube as well. Man, it's been a while. I'm trying to remember everything. And uh, it hasn't been a while, but it feels like it's been a while. I think it's just a long weekend catching up to me. And, uh, Subscribe to us on YouTube, comment. We engage with pretty much everyone. Same thing on TikTok. We try to as much as we can. And so, and we really appreciate all the support we are getting. And if, you know, if you can't afford a dollar, hey, and some people legitimately cannot afford a dollar, that's okay. The best ways you can support us are, other than a monetary donation, is through sharing our YouTube and podcasts on social media and by word of mouth. So, you know, that's a form of supporting us as well that we care very much about. And here's a good thing, whether if you support us monetarily or you don't or you support us by, you know, uh, giving us some of your talent, whatever that looks like for you or your time, uh, everyone gets access to the same things. Yeah. Now, if you do decide to make a PayPal donation, then you can include a note, note on there and whatever note you include, as long as it's appropriate and not anything obscene, we'll include on the show. Yes. All right. Well, hey, we'll uh, we'll just go ahead and jump into it. Um, if you come on there and you say that David's Jurassic Park opinion sucks, then <laughs> dude, I just I'm not even gonna art. Like, yeah, I know it's like a TikTok thing, and people are like defending Jurassic Park. Whatever, they like their stuff. I was like, yeah, those those new movies are not that good. No, they're, just, they're not. They're just not that good. In fact, dude, I was... this the two sequels to the original aren't really that good either. I might give you the second one. Right. You're not going to no. get me with any of the other stuff that's come out. It's just not. You don't think the third one? Definitely not the third it's, one. At best, it's it's just kind of an an average continuation. Like, they're, they're not doing a whole lot that's different. Um, well, I mean, the audience isn't asking them to do more. Yeah. 
Of you course know? not. Everybody's kind of just fine with whatever they see on screen. It's just every yeah. people love the flashing lights and the quick action. Dude. Speaking of which, I watched the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movie yesterday with Kayla. The original one? No, the uh, the newest one. It oh, just came out on HBO Max. Re- oh, really? Dude, bad. You want to talk oh. about a bad movie? A horrible movie. I was Kayla and I were trying to figure out the point of why they made this movie because it doesn't do anything. It's just like a filler <laughs> movie for no reason. It does nothing well. to the plot of the first two movies. With as bad as you could talk about... Or as good as you could talk about the first two. Yeah. This one was, man, I was sitting there trying to think. I would thought the halo bar was low. Oh, man. Like, it's near that level. That's what I mean. I don't know what's it's, going on. I, you know, I've I've told some people uh, that I've had conversations with that this feels like we're repeating the writer strike from 2008-ish. Yep. I think it was like 7, 8, 9 is when that was going on. Um, That's what this feels like, but without the writer strike unless what's happening is, is that a lot of writers left Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, during Rona. Mm-hmm. And so now we're getting the leftovers for the most part of the people who got through it. And so you're just seeing a lot of bad, yeah, this a little bad, bit dude. of stuff here and there. That's good. But uh, yeah, I mean, well, it didn't do very well in the theaters, but it, not that that no, means I- anything because Dr. Strange made nearly a billion dollars. Uh, in its run so <laughs> yeah. it's it it's all topsy-turvy and I mean it's got the Marvel bump and I think Doctor Strange probably got the Spider-Man bump too yeah uh, that would that's my my thought on it at least but who knows um, yeah not not surprised I'll probably check it out at some point I'm just tired of watching bad stuff dude I am too man it's it just it's exhausting um, and uh, so, well I will tell you this the new Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi is uh, better than Halo. <laughs> well, so, yeah, man, Halo's a low bar. I mean, it's a low <laughs> I'm bar. Just uh, it doesn't. It doesn't take much to be at least more entertaining than that show was. No, it doesn't. So. I had a guy argue with me on uh, uh, TikTok, and he was saying that the video games storyline is for immature children and and i just kept going like back what? and forth with them messing with them i'm like uh and i said no the, the halo tv show was is bad and he said no the video games are trash and i'm like listen i would never disrespect trash by comparing it to the halo tv show <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good that's a good one that's a good one yeah man um but speaking of trash you know who else is trash uh i, I don't know like the a lot state. of a lot, yeah, the state, a lot of people. So, um, as I mean, y- you would have to be under the biggest rock on the world to not know what's been going on recently in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, we're not going to directly talk about everything that happened in Uvalde because there's still a lot of information coming out. And hopefully, just this like is, the whole Ukraine and Russia thing. Yeah, so will, much stuff coming out that's been and you know shown to be lies, shown to be true. Everyone has to remind everyone that they think that mass murder is wrong, except yeah. it's only in certain circumstances. Uh, so I was wondering before this podcast if you thought mass murder was wrong. Oh yeah, me too, man. I, I, I was very curious of your your thoughts on the murder of children. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never explicitly have said that's wrong, but just for the <laughs> record, it is wrong. To be clear, <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of things that we could talk about that are surrounding that, but I think we're just gonna save it 
for another time until yeah i think honestly, that's best. things have died down till all as much information as we can get uh is out there uh but just you know as as a note this is just another reason why the idea that police are out there to specifically protect you as an individual is a myth. Yep. It's an absolute myth. Um, and we're probably clean up crews. Yeah, they are. They're, they're basically there to clean up after, uh, after you. And both and my sometimes, parents were cops. Yeah. Now that um, makes me an expert, but I'm just saying. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's just been a very, it's been an interesting week and a half ish for me since you know the last time we recorded Mm -hmm. um just with um i and has it been that long almost yeah because it's tuesday right so okay so a week and a day whatever feel you're right it feels like it's been a a little bit longer than that it does um it, it memorial day was also very interesting for me because uh like a lot of the other things that have been going on people still haven't quite clued into uh, what the military is all about now, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. Um, and if you really want to like dig into it, it's it's kind of just always been that way. Um, there, you know, we have this concept of how um, the, the these people kind of like died uh, for our specifically for our freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, when in reality, you could almost say most of it, if not all of it, was about lining the pockets of uh like up either the upper class or uh the political class right um, and and their endeavors and you know espe- I, I think especially since 9/11 that became pretty clear mm-hmm. and it's it's been really interesting to see because it's like and I had this conversation with a couple people before because it's like it's kind of a myth that uh and, and it's not to be disrespectful in, in that sense it, it's it disrespectful towards the state absolutely towards the, the people who um have family or were in those situations that's that's not the point yeah uh it, it's it's one of those things that's like people have to open their eyes and i thought the withdrawal from afghanistan was really going to do that for people like that was finally going to be that trigger for a a big part of the population to be like uh there was so much unnecessary death because mm-hmm. the government was trying to stay over there to line its pockets yeah um very clearly yes and that's kind of what i'm getting at and that's been the thought process uh because it was very weird to me after a lot of the things that have happened with the military even in the last couple of years you know and Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that's going on in these other countries um for like my church to be uh really patriotic if you will about that and and then to immediately be like but also this this um massacre of innocent children uh, doesn't get mentioned no it does it did so it was like oh really yeah it was like yay military boo death of innocent children and it's like there's a disconnect there guys and yeah uh, along with the SBC report not being yeah. <laughs> so I think that's coming for us because I've mentioned this to you off the show I don't know if I've said it on the show but like our pastor was over a lot of that and yeah. it's my suspicion that that's why he's on sabbatical right now even though I think he takes one every year this just so happened to line up and I, I I'm just I'm just saying I think it had something to do with it because it was yeah. pretty rough um, and I imagine a lot of the people who had to sit through all that and go through to, to see the entire investigation a lot of them are mm-hmm. thinking the same thing so yeah, um, all of that to be said, uh, it, it, again, we are not 
looking to disrespect individuals. That is not our intent. Um, I have, I, I think that the idea of military and self-defense of a country um, or states or whatever the case may be is a completely different subject to what the current American empire war machine is. It's a different thing. People are caught up in that. Some of them don't realize it because as we'll see in the the clip that we're going to be pretty much exclusively talking about today, um, a lot of people get indoctrinated into these ideas and they're sold, as far as I'm concerned, a false bill of goods about what they're actually doing. Yep. Um, so uh, did you have anything else you want to say before we start this? No, I think you set it up perfectly. Awesome. All right. So we're going to get into this. This is by uh, Carrie Welder. I, I found her on Instagram like, what was it, like four or five days ago? It wasn't Something even. Like it that. wasn't that long ago. Um, she popped up on my feed because of some other people that I follow on Instagram, and I found her YouTube page and happened to find this well, video. Wasn't it because you uh, follow Farrakhan? That's why. Farrakhan. <laughs> yes, Farrakhan <laughs> tweeted this out. So, yeah, no way. There's no way he. he David's would a huge he supporter. Would, of there's no way Farrakhan would platform this girl. No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh-huh. That's exactly what a Farrakhan supporter would say. <laughs> so the video will be linked. Uh, it, it does have a lot of imagery that, that helps give context to what she's talking about in this, but we'll mention it when it's necessary. Uh, but the video mm-hmm. is only six minutes long, so we suggest that uh, after you listen to the podcast, go watch the video in full um, and you know, kind of soak in the ideas. Because this is something that you and I, you and I, Joseph, have been talking about for a while uh, long time, you could man. say it, it's a, it could be considered one of the cornerstones of why we started the podcast um, and specifically because of where we fall. Um, we'll just say religiously, even though Christians love to argue about that term um, just for the sake of, of of words and trying to keep things somewhat uh, consistent. Um, this video is called why I Fi- why I'm finally speaking out against the world's most dangerous religion. So I'm going to start playing it. Joseph, per usual, if you want me to stop, uh, just tell me. And yep. um, yeah, we'll we'll go through this. And when we're done, we're we're done. So here we go. Let's do it. Religion can be a powerful force for good in the world. It can bring people peace and comfort and inspire them to help others and be compassionate. But religion can also be used to control others. And there's one I've been afraid to publicly criticize because of the hysterical backlash from its true believers and those who unquestioningly defend its inherent violence. But I can't stay silent any longer because this religion is running rampant and its followers are only growing more aggressive and more emboldened, glorifying violence as righteous and victimizing others as virtuous. You know, to be honest, I wish I had told you not to watch this so that you could have guessed. But we'll leave yeah. that for everyone at home. You can take a yeah. second. I mean, I think it's probably pretty obvious what it's going to be, but I, yeah. it's, it, it's not a good Mormons, conversation. And it's not Scientologists. It's not Scientologists, so you can, not, you can mark those two off. Like many organized religions, it has different sects and levels of orthodoxy. Though the degrees of extremism may vary, its adherents' proud obedience to the god of authority remains the same. They believe their god, government, has rights they do not, the right to control others through violence. Its agents are not subject to basic human morality. Unlike us, they can steal, they can kill, and they can brutalize you for refusing to believe in this double standard and accept that it's for your own hey, good. Pause it. Like other Yes. Her point stands true because this reminds me of the Batman review we did, the podcast, go check that out. Uh, but in the opening, you did the scene from, I believe it's an animated movie, 
uh, or either a TV series with the Joker, the Joker <laughs> yeah. and he's talking about how he won't take on the IRS because that's you know uh, one person he won't take on or whatnot. I can't remember the joke. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's perfect I for this think... because I think that just shows how much this has. Um, Where is it? Uh, what am I looking for? Trickled down into our society. You know how it permeates everywhere. This idea, hey, you can't take on the IRS, and you have Obama using the IRS to uh, take out the Tea Party. You have Obama also using uh, the federal agencies to spy on Trump. You have Trump doing stuff. You have yeah, Trump giving uh, Bush giving uh, the Saudis all those weapons so that the yep. uh, genocide in Yemen can continue to happen. Yep. Um, yeah, and and what's good about this video too, and, but and she, she's talking about statism for anyone that doesn't know yeah. yet, just because I think she takes a minute to get to it. And we don't want to confuse you too much, right? Um, she's showing showing like a bunch of images of government and a lot of the uh, incidences that have been a problem over the years. Yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? But David, no, no, uh, many instances that have been a problem over the years, such as you know some of the clips you were showing where people handcuffed and the cops just kicking them. For no reason, a lot of people will excuse it and just be like, "Well, this person was being this or that." No, cops are held to any elected official and any purpose, you know, uh, enforcer of the law should be held to a much higher standard than anyone else than any civilian, and there yeah. is no excuse for that. Yeah. All right, here it is. This is the Joker clip. Drunk on authority. It's loading. This here we go. Up your account. One hundred thirty-seven million. Yes, and if I don't pay up, I'll go to jail for tax evasion. I'm crazy enough to take on Batman, but the IRS, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. I, I love that. I, I think I can't remember who I originally found that from. It was probably it's a Gundam or something like that. But uh, yeah, that clips that clips pretty great um, and very very true. Uh, for a lot of reasons, and I, th I think yep. Carrie's going to get into it a little bit as well. So here we go. Religions, faithful practitioners of statism, where the state reigns supreme, bow to sacred texts, exalted symbols, and deified origin stories, and they engage in cyclical. Okay, so I'm going to play that back one more time, just so people can hear it. Do it. Um, she's describing in a, a very succinct way what statism is this double standard and accept that it's for your own good. Like other religions, faithful practitioners of statism, where the state reigns supreme, bow to sacred texts, exalted symbols, and deified origin stories. Okay, so sacred texts, exalted symbols, and, and deified, deified origin stories. Yes, so she's completely right. Um, I think the biggest one or maybe the most common one is the is it abraham lincoln in the cherry tree or is that george washington in the cherry george tree? george washington right and he's tree. like i couldn't i cannot tell a lie and it's yeah people that literally happened David. yeah when i was a kid <laughs> that story was told everywhere as if it was the truth that george washington yep. was this benevolent human yes, being borderline right yeah and he and he couldn't tell a lie Right. George Washington could have never told a lie. Like, that's crazy. Dude, to think my about. favorite is when people talk about Thomas Jefferson in such a great light. I'm like, other than the fact that the dude literally owned slaves, he literally 
chair literally cherry picked the Bible and made his own. Yes. Like, yeah. And he um, this is not a great guy. I, like was <laughs> were the ideals of America great in, as far as the Constitution? Yeah, sure. But there are like things that you could probably pick and be like, OK, he made a point here. Right. You right. can definitely do that. But you're absolutely right. He owns slaves. Uh, he I heard someone try to defend him one time saying that um, one of his slaves was kind of like, OK, I forgot how he worded it. But she was she was yeah well she was okay with her status with him because I guess she was in love with him and I'm like yeah but that could just be Stockholm syndrome syndrome (laughs) oh my gosh dude worst argument ever yeah she was okay with demons yeah it it was it sucks to hear that because the guy who did that has a pretty good podcast where he makes or history kind of interesting to listen to. Yeah. Um, like going through it's, certain things and, and the way that it, that it, but again, when we're talking about American history, people like to manipulate things to make mm-hmm. it more interesting, even if it's not really, one way or the other. Yeah. If it's, Whether not really if it's for the good or for the bad. So rose color glasses or black glasses on. I'm going to start carrying, I'm going to start buying small little clown masks and keeping them on me. And when someone makes a bad argument in real life, just be like, hey, this is for you. <laughs> so one of the things that I, I, we we can uh, we can talk about in in what she was saying is that one of the biggest sacred text of all of them there's probably two uh, but the Constitution is the one that gets mentioned the most mm-hmm. it is as far as uh, Declaration of Independence and the Constitution but I would say yes. Constitution would be one yes even if you. even if the Declaration well, the Constitution probably holds more weight in general. And mm-hmm. just to be clear, just because you refer to the Constitution does not in and of itself make you a statist, um, just to be clear. What it is, is it's a, it, it is seen as a sacred religion, as if this is it and nothing can oppose this, right? When in, in reality, and this is something that Michael Malice has said to people, and I, I tend to agree with him, is that mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's it it's at this point it's like a document uh signed by boomers like it, the the whole concept of the constitution it, like thinking that it is still valid in the sense that you saying to someone yeah but it's in the constitution is going to convince like completely change their mind about that yeah. uh, it would be the equivalent of us going up to like a hardcore atheist and they're doing something that we don't like and being like you shouldn't do that cuz it's in the bible like they're just going to look yeah. at you and be like i don't care exactly it is it's a pretty that's a pretty good equivalent as far as i'm concerned i agree um, with you and then of course you have like sacred imagery which the american flag um man i really the images of of all of the 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 deities right? yeah like there's a lot of different stuff that uh plays abraham up, lincoln the eagle Memorial. um even the dot like the dollar bill yeah uh yeah there's a lot the pyramid. of mm-hmm, a lot of imagery uh, you can look at I, I sent this to you a long time ago but someone was talking about the i think it was either greek or roman uh empires where if you look at the imagery of Zeus, if you look at the imagery of their temples, and then you look at a lot of the stuff that's in Washington D.C. that's similar, mm-hmm. uh, it's it it, 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 it lines Nearly up really identical. well. Yeah, and then I think it's in the Lincoln Memorial that it, it it's referred to as like a sacred temple in in the text on the wall in the Lincoln Memorial. So it's there, and people tend to forget these things. Um, and really, the reason that we're talking about this is one because I've been trying to convince mostly. I, really anybody who's willing to listen but mostly Christians of this concept that it's like you're potentially 
And it's like you have to figure that out for yourself, but you're potentially following uh, a, a false religion. You have yep. made politics. You've made st- this idea of statism, meaning that you adhere uh, in a religious fashion to the state, uh, your entire identity. Uh, and she's going to get into it more, and she's going to break it down some more. But the, that's that those founding blocks. It's like what, how much are you adhering to these things versus, you know, really for us within Christianity versus looking at the gospel as the center of that, um, and and Jesus Christ as as your uh, go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ver- you yeah. know, again, versus this like idea of like, man, people like the the religious fervor around people like Trump, right? People like Obama, uh, even George, a lot of people around George Bush back in the day. I know, dude. And and like you remember after nine eleven, like people are draping themselves in American flags. Yep. It, it's that kind of imagery. Uh, and it's been it's been in front of us. Like, it's weird, kind of at churches too. It you is know, people people waving giant flags of this stuff, or um, people being so outspoken about a specific candidate in the pulpit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the point. And that's the point too. If you're gonna, I'm not saying it's wrong to talk on politics in the pulpit. I'm just saying if you are, then that that opens you up to talk about other things as well that are important, exactly. such as, you know, the SBC stuff, the, you know, stuff what, that went on in Uvalde, all, you know, all right. kinds of things. And, and that's kind of what my point was at the beginning. If we're going to specifically call out horrific incidences that are happening in our own country um, to little kids or just innocent people in general, we why is it not the same standard when uh, the president of the United States uh, who is the head of the military, by the way, and so this, yep. that's why I say this, uh, blows up innocent people in other countries. Dude, and here's the thing. Right? Well, how, what's Where's the difference, guys? What's the difference? Yeah. And don't tell well, me freedom, because that's a joke. This is the difference, I'll tell you. Because they're worshipped. The same way we talk about with pastors, right? In the sense yeah. that if, if these people were just you know, uh, a teacher in town or a businessman in town or whatnot, they'd be held to a different standard versus, you know, uh, the politicians are, mm-hmm. you know, someone like Biden or Trump or Obama or Bush. They're like, well, they're the president. You can possibly understand the complexities involved. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's isn't that always what it is? It's like, oh, you just can't understand. Yeah. Or it was the same thing when Rona was going around. It's like, well, you're not a scientist. How do you know? You know, what, I'm where's also not the a moron? Yeah, you could follow the science. The same thing. It's like. The government will they protect us. My favorite, I think, though, is and I say this a lot on the show, is when people are like, "The FBI works for us." It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. Any agency that works for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Serve and protect. Am I right? Yeah. Here we go. And they engage in cyclical rituals to prove their faith and secure the riches they think their government God guarantees, even when their religious leaders fail to deliver on those promises. Like any effective religion, its authorities drive its tenets into children's heads from a young age, forcing them into schools where the suppressive, violent, control-based ideology is presented as civilization and freedom and the only possible reality. One that becomes conflated with their most basic human identity and where memorization and regurgitation, compliance and conformity are valued above all else. This brainwashing is so effective and the cultish fixation on the power of authority so great that true believers react frenzied and angrily if you question their perceived prophets or their interpretation of their religion or government. Okay, so uh, a couple things in there. Uh, She goes for uh, the public school system. Though, if we're being fair, it's probably just kind of school in general in the States. 
you have your Pledge of Allegiance. Um, you have uh, the specific, especially in public school, you have like very specific texts that are set up by the states uh, in order to show yep. you a perceived idea a lot. I don't know how how common this is anymore in schools, but having like the pictures of the founding fathers in the classroom, you know, a lot of classrooms have an American flag there. And well, think about it even this way. Look at all the CRT stuff that's been going yep. on too. It's all about who's in control yep. in office, right? And they know it. And, like yep. The people who are pushing for a lot of that stuff, they know where the power is. Yep. Uh, it was like I was going to mention the, you know, in some of the classes, some of the teachers were putting like, or that that one teacher got caught trying to get her students to pledge allegiance to the gay flag like the gay pride flag or whatever <laughs> yeah. uh yeah they they understand that it's like people don't see I, I don't know if they see it that way or if it's it's unconscious with some people where mm-hmm. they they want a, a certain ideal but they don't 100 percent understand the indoctrinating manner in which it happens within public schools right um i mean this is this is the argument I've had, and it's I, I've been I've been trying to kind of push this a little bit, even though I don't have kids. Uh, this idea of getting your kids out of public school, homeschooling yeah. your kids, taking responsibility for the things that your kids are learning, rather than leaving it to people that you don't know for eight hours, five days a week. All of those kinds of concepts, and it again, that stuff all came to a head with the Uvalde thing, because you you had messaged me, and I, I can't remember exactly what our conversation was, but it was essentially like, well, what do you think of this? And I was like. This is why I don't want to send my my I would never send my kids to a public school. Exactly. Why I'm I, I am trying to set things up in my life so that if if it's up to me, like I would rather just homeschool them. I'll take the time to do that. Yeah. Uh, or it would be like a, a thing between um you know, whoever I would marry and me, where we would figure out how to like split that up. Because if you think about it, man. I mean, most of the stuff that they teach you in public school and in private schools too, you know, they're trying to keep you there for this insane amount of time and you could learn a lot of that pretty quick and also have time for your kids to get interested in things that they are specifically interested in. Yeah. And who's going to know better in how to teach and raise your kid and more importantly, who's going to care more than the parent? Yeah. Generally speaking, right? Obviously there are bad parents out there, but we're talking about generally here. And you can't avoid that. And that's the other thing is that I think that is a lot of the time, like what you were saying is where this concept of control comes in, where it's like, oh, yeah, well, that might work for you and me, but it won't work for like Cletus who lives, you know, whatever, because he's not a good he's not a good father. Like he he and his wife are terrible people. It's like I hate to say it. It's like, but that's that's not completely your problem. Yeah. Like you might it's if you want there's other routes you can go. Sure. And even if we privatize schooling. Right. Even to that extent, rather than public, privatizing it, whether it's through private school or charter school or homeschool, in, in that regard, you can still have more control, power, yeah. and understanding well, into what your kid's being taught absolutely. in a situation like that. You know what I mean? And, and here's an idea. If you're so worried about Cletus's kids, why don't you go talk to him and see if they can join your homeschooling group? Yeah. And you take that, that burden upon yourself. Right. People are always into this idea of society and community and all of these things. But and and they'll want to say things about other people who aren't doing like what they're doing or what they're trying to do. But then they're not willing. And obviously this is a generalization, but I I think this is very true. People aren't when it comes to 
you know, putting your money where your mouth is, people aren't willing to do a lot of that stuff. Nope. You know what I mean? It's like you have all of these people who will like talk all day long. I I, I think this one works really well. They'll they'll talk all all day long about something that they say they like heartily believe in, but it, when it came down to like them either going out and trying to accomplish something themselves, right? Or it's something where they would have to potentially put their own life at risk in that situation, they're not willing to do it. Yep. In a lot of ways oh, that's, that's government right. in a in a nutshell. Yeah, it's because it requires sacrifice. Yeah. Time, dedication. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, what's the what's the uh, th- much easier to talk than to do? Yeah, um, yeah, your the way that you spend your life and the things that you find valuable are usually pretty obvious in your everyday life. Where your treasure is, yes, that there's is what your I was heart. For. Exactly. Yep. All right, you ready to keep going? I'm ready. Government forbid the legitimacy of their God altogether. But while there may be different interpretations of authority worship, followers' faith in it is unshakable, and they believe not only that they must force it on the infidels who don't share their specific ideology, but also that they are free because their God allows them to do so. They believe it's moral to threaten others into the sacrament of submission. As long as they perform the rituals, pray to the right religious leaders, and don't break their rules, they will be saved. No matter how many times this proves to be a lie, and no matter how cruel their God reveals itself to be, they continue to believe. Okay, uh, a couple good points in there, I think. Um, first of all, uh, the uh, the adherence to specific leaders, I would probably identify whether we're talking about like presidents or Congress people or whatever. You see that worship of them, right? I mean, like look at AOC right. in particular, um, but really Trump as well. Uh, there is a certain amount of reverence for these people. And uh, Bush was the same way, uh, though obviously he has made that turn. And it's really really funny because you could almost use this as an example, right? So everybody's kind of turned on Bush for the most part. Kind of. Yeah. It's... You could say the the political class hasn't for the almost at all, unless it, it would be necessary. I mean, they turn on him in an instant if they thought that it would get them uh, a step up somewhere. Oh, easily. So we'll just say for the most part they haven't because they've been pushing him out to be like, oh, look at little old George Bush who, you know, was the reason <laughs> that millions of Afghanistan uh, Afghanis were like murdered and, and probably a lot of the more other people around the world. Anyway, so they're putting him out on the stage and uh, everyone, if, if you've kind of been paying attention recently, most people are like, yeah, he's a terrible person. He's a war criminal. He'll yeah. Never, you know. What's so funny about that is that and he's losing a little bit of favor too. It's almost like there's some sort of ten year delay, uh, and we'll exclude Trump in this because he, people just it, there's still a lot of like fervor around him, but there's a lot of people who just straight up hate him. Uh, oh, yeah. So it, I'll leave him out of it, even though it, it does kind of work with him. You have someone like Obama. If you had even like five years ago, uh, maybe a little longer than that, said the same thing. Uh, that people are saying about Bush about Obama like people would have lost their minds right oh totally and he's lost a little bit of favor because there's a lot of stuff that came out about you know drone bot like drones in particular uh, during his presidency even though there's a lot of other stuff that uh, that he's done as well um, and he's lost a lot of uh, favor within the so-called black community um, 
there it would be a little bit different right and then of right. course we got trump and then now we've got um biden who with biden it's one of those things that people either really hate him or they're just pretending like he like doesn't, or yeah or he just like isn't kind of ex- he doesn't exist it's really funny where it's like i don't want to say anything bad about him but also uh he will just kind of he's not around and they know? can't sleep or say anything good to, about him. uh make up their mind on if he's racist or not too with reports coming out from the White House. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of, he's lost it for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. so I, I think that there's a lot to be said about the different types of, of people that are involved in these and the way that people so, in a religious manner, they cling so fervently that these people will save them from their perceived uh, hardships, right? Dilemma when they don't even know know them or care yeah. about them, or if they do, and this is something that Mo has mentioned quite a few times on his podcast. Uh, he says that if they were actually to solve a lot of these problems, people wouldn't vote for them anymore. Because if yep. you don't have this, per- so for instance, with like the Democrats, if there's not this perceived idea of certain hardships within certain um communities communities we'll say yeah uh whether that's skin color or financially or whatever the case may be no one would ever vote for them right yep. and to be honest it's the same way on the republican side though people are starting to um get clued in a little bit with the republicans where it's like look they always say that they're for uh lower spending lower taxes all this stuff and they don't ever do any of it mm-hmm. they're they're we've been pushing the or i say we but the republicans have been pushing their uh, uh pro-life agenda for a very long time uh and yeah. haven't really and i'm saying this not because of the supreme court thing but haven't really done anything i mean supreme court is the one that's that's gonna overturn roe v wade not the republicans i don't care yeah. who put who into uh that there's a lot of things that the republicans could have done uh despite what was going on in the bigger picture of the federal government uh, to push the the pro life agenda, or, or or for people who actually believe in life. Plus, they're not pro life anyway because they're warmongers. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You hit nail on the head. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, is there anything else in that section, or you want me to keep going? No, you can keep going. Okay. It is a repressive religion, criminalizing nonviolent, victimless behavior while approving of other destructive vices simply because. Yep. Yes. It- it's talking about approving of alcohol and other certain uh, drugs and things versus pharmaceuticals versus yep versus weed yeah uh, and and uh, she says it in a second but there's like uh, some other stuff in there too that it's like just and we say this on the podcast all the time it's like the question I would always want to know about certain laws is like who got hurt who's hurt yep right uh, oh yeah you know that that should have always really been the first answer you know someone gets caught with what like i don't smoke weed so i don't i don't know what this the you know like a, a dime bag <laughs> i don't know i think uh, it depends we'll on the state uh, let's just yeah. say a pound yeah well <laughs> a pound of weed right so you get caught hey, with a, a certain it's amount of per, uh, paraphernalia we'll just say weed for instance right and let's just say this person who got caught happens to be growing it themselves and they're going to get thrown in jail for like 10 years because of that it's like who was hurt why are you throwing this guy in jail? Uh, and yep. this this comes back to a lot of the time when I'll when I'll say, anytime someone says the war on blank, 
uh, run from that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't have good intentions behind that that whole like the war on whatever. Uh, the war on drugs. Yeah, Got to capture idea. them super predators. Yep. It's not a good idea because even when we're seeing now where, you know, you had the war on terror, which is still going on. And yep. uh, we're, we've still kind of been in this prediction of it's, it's turning inwards. It's taking yep. a little bit longer. Domestic terrorists. Yeah. And I don't think it'll ultimately work out quite the same because something people else. People are savvy. Well, people are savvy. Yeah. And then if you just like start murdering people in your own country. Yeah. It, it doesn't look very good. You gotta dehumanize them and build yeah. arms. Yeah, and the only reason it used to work back in the day with uh was it the the Tulsa massacre? Yeah. Uh is because of and I'm gonna say it, uh perceived notions about uh the hierarchy of people based on the color of their skin that was pushed by the government. Yep. Because something like racism can only have an outcome like that if certain laws are set in place that allow for things like that to happen yeah on a big scale because exactly if 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 you're if if tulsa and a lot of the people there were it was tulsa right yeah uh were allowed to have firearms and defend themselves probably wouldn't have turned out quite the way that it did oh yeah you know easily oh yeah which by the way i was going to do my opening for you uh when hillary hillary clinton uh, says the word super predator. You know how you go wild, Joseph Wild West. You no, know, that's not. <laughs> yours is cool. Super, <laughs> pred- t- super David predator. Super predator. Lacey. Oh go. lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Has their holy text laws written by mortals, but kissed by pseudo sacred authority and enforced at the barrel of a gun say so? Followers believe the government has the right to control a wide range of behavior and that as faithful practitioners, they can use this status God and their religious masters to force their views on others who don't consent. And even when adherents don't agree. Okay, so I want to stop there because I wanted to read that in a second. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's kind of the case where <sighs> there are a lot more people. And, and we saw this over Rona over the last couple of years where a lot more people in this country have authoritarian tendencies than they even realized. Um, We talk about it a lot when it comes to uh, the religious right in 70s, 80s, a good bit of the 90s and early 2000s. It was really starting to peter at that point. Uh, People will take something like Christianity Mm-hmm. And they will turn it into, and she's going to talk about that in a minute. I'm pretty sure, but unless she already did, well, they were, they will take a religion like Christianity, and if it's in their best interest to get votes, they will make it a part of their platform and try to force certain concepts onto other people who completely disagree. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. I, let's take. Man, I don't know. I guess you could take the the drugs thing, even though, you know, it's like we have like pharmaceuticals and those are legal. So no, no one will bat an eye at that. Uh, even if you're like getting high like crazy off of, uh, you know, Sudafed or I mean, because that stuff used to be way stronger back in the day. Like they were legitimate drugs before uh, 
man, they, uh, what was it like the kid, like kid, it's always kids, right? They all, the kids are always getting into, uh, drugs or whatever the case may be. And so the, uh, the politicians come in and they're like, think of the children. And then there's some sort of reason why they, they make these, um, what used to be decent drugs that you didn't have to, I get was it over the counter. Is that right? When you yeah. don't have to get it from the pharmacy, yep. uh, you used to be able to get a lot of this stuff and it would actually help. It was st- strong enough that you might actually be able to like cut your cold pretty quick. And now it's, it's all been so watered down. It's like, I don't even know what this is actually doing for me other than putting me right. to sleep. <laughs> um, so you have stuff like that, but then marijuana for, for instance, uh, it was so heavily regulated by the federal government that you people were having a hard time even doing testing on it to see if it was something that was actually useful. And, yeah. and the question has to come is, okay, why were they doing that? And did it have something to do with the fact that pretty much anyone could grow it and use it for their own medicinal needs and they wouldn't have to go through certain companies? Yep, and this is just oh, you know that plays a part. In oh, it. absolutely, and in in you and I, it's one of the things that when we look at this stuff, it's what we try to always talk about, right? Where, it, and it's become almost memes at some point. Where anytime like a shooting happens, like a mass shooting or whatever, the the first thing my mind goes to is like, I wonder if the FBI knew about that guy. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about it last time, and you know what I said to you privately uh, when you asked me the over under four and i'm like yeah they probably dropped them off yep exactly and, uh, and then that's just that's me being facetious but it just goes Gallus to humor. extent the yeah. yeah the the fbi knows without they, a shadow of a doubt more they on, know yeah, yeah. and they and, were <laughs> go ahead oh sorry no talk about that article because isn't that what that article was about that's in that i put in the show or that you put in yes. the show notes yes let um, me pull it up right here give me so, one second yeah so uh, let me read this, uh, and then you can read the article. So one of the things she shows is I, this is a Facebook um, comment that someone mm-hmm. put. It says, uh, "You misunderstood. I'm all for legalizing marijuana, but if at the same time, but at the time it's illegal, the officers have to do their job. Do I think it's not fair to this man? Yes, yes, he should be allowed to do whatever he wants in privacy to make the end of his life as comfortable as possible. The officers were also misinformed. That's not their fault. So it's uh, this weird. Oh man, what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's this idea justification. That people, yeah, it's a weird justification where someone says, "Well, they're of two minds in this situation," where they're like, "Well, it should be legalized, and he should be able to do whatever he wants in his own home." Uh, you know, and apparently this guy was is at the end of his life for whatever reason. So maybe it's cancer. Which I know it's terrible. Yeah, whatever the case may be. And, but the guy's like, but the officers still have to do their job. It's like, well, they don't have to like violently attack people who aren't doing anything right. It's and I'm telling you, man, and this is something we we talked about a lot uh, last year, I think, maybe the year before as well, uh, with a lot of these shooting victims where the person will run away and the cop will like gun them down. Mm-hmm. And everyone's everyone's excuse for why that was justified is, well, what if he went somewhere else and hurt someone else? It's like, but he didn't. That's not the scenario that happened. Yeah, exactly. They make up a false scenario in their head of a possible outcome they think is likely, even though that didn't happen. Yes. And we don't know for sure what was going to happen. No, yes. I completely agree with you, especially with this when it you know, specifically comes to you know, the officers have to do their job. That's just a way of justifying, <laughs> justifying something you know is wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what she's been talking about in the video is that people will give exception to the state because 
they have to believe in it in in order for their ideals to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a re- it's a religion. Yeah, and I've I've come to a more understanding more and more that I don't think there are many are as many. There are good cops out there. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if there's are as many good cops as there are bad cops. Just to use those terms lightly. I mean, we could get all to, to, into oh, the yeah, minutia of what does good mean, what does bad mean, right? And the stuff like people that, bring out the statistics, and it's like, all right, guys. Uh, when in reality, what it is, and I, I think the thing that I, it's something I've tried to push for too is um, reform and to turn. Well, there's a lot of things that would have to happen, right? You would have to have a community of people who were willing to go real hard with the second amendment first of all Mm -hmm. um and then you would also have to have the right group of uh police to uh because this is the thing I I i think i talked about this last week uh it's a slow like a very slow transition into something else right where I would I wouldn't mind a service or, or people that if I get into an accident they come out as a third party uh, to take notes to write a report that I can send off to my insurance company, right? Right, uh, not to come out and potentially brutalize someone for something. Um, and this is a conversation that would have to be had, and in certain circumstances, uh, it's like, well, you know, what are what are we looking for? It's like when. When is it acceptable for a third party to be able to come into a situation to help defuse that? Uh, and right. what does that look like? And the problem is, is that most people's answer is like, well, what if we just took away money from the police and we had random social workers show up to a domestic abuse situation? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's it. It's very strange the the where people's minds go with this. But yeah, I, I think something has to happen where certain things are no longer. Especially when it's nonviolent crimes, I, that's probably the first place to start. If we're talking about rolling back the state and rolling back a lot of the unfortunate things that happen with people, right? So, someone selling loose cigarettes on the street, whatever they, you know, let them do that. So, yeah. And uh, by the way, yeah, go ahead. The article I posted, um, yes. the politician backtrack it backtrack because <laughs> uh, they. Uh, let's see. U.S. Representative Tony Gonzalez over. He's a representative for Uvalde. Uh, claimed this past Friday that the mass shooter Salvador Ramos uh, was arrested four years ago after telling people he planned to shoot up the school once he turned 18. But the politician backtracked and said it was unclear if the team was involved in, in the plot. Oh. A correspondent later, a Fox News correspondent later said in a tweet that law enforcement denied the claim, saying two teens have been put, had been arrested on conspiracy charges in a 2018 plot, but that Ramos was not one of them. So. This is why we were why I said at the beginning of the show, man. It's like things have to play out. People yep. have to let stuff. And you're I never think, you're never gonna know everything. I, I just don't. I, I think people. I think I, sorry. Go I ahead. think I texted you this past week and like, hey, I don't want to talk about the Uvalde incident yeah. right now, just till yeah. things clear. Yeah, I, I think too, dude. You know, in, the, a, in a specific degree. Yeah, you know there, what I mean, there's a certain amount of. Uh, respect that I mean, in the sense that needs to be given to the people who were involved in that mm-hmm. um, and it's funny too because the thing that had happened at church and it, it, it's nothing against the girl who was saying this because I think she was coming from a, a a real place so it's not that but she's talking about oh we're all hurting right now we're all feeling this way and I was like no I'm just angry yeah. I was like that's all it is it's anger 
it's anger because every time the situation happens, we get thoughts and prayers and common sense gun control. Yeah. And no one wants to go, well, why wasn't the school? Why were there no checkpoints? It doesn't. Why was this? And, and remember, like you and I were having that conversation where it was like, yep, I was like things. And I had told Justin, uh, my buddy, Justin. Well, you know, him too. he's he's your buddy, too. But I had told Justin that I was like, things seem suspicious. And I've been saying that a lot recently, mm-hmm. but I was like, with this in particular, it was everything about it seemed suspicious, right? So people were yep. saying like, oh, the funniest thing that was going on right after it happened was like, oh yeah, good guy with a gun. All the the liberals, right on tick, on not TikTok, yeah. on uh, on Twitter, social media, on yeah. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, they're like, good guy everywhere. with a gun, and you're like, wait, what? The cops are the good guys now? It was like, when did you guys decide that? Like, why are you why are you using that as an example? And then it turns out that that they were, from what we can tell so far, that the police officers in the in Uvalde uh, are potentially a big reason why this situation was as bad as it is. It's nineteen kids and two teachers. Yeah. So, big problem. But no one asked. Well, why was it so easy for the uh, for the shooter to get inside the building? Right. Right. It was like, okay, what about this guy? Was there any known things? And of course, like, yeah, where did he get the gun? Why Why was it so easy for him to get this if, as I'm still counting on, the FBI probably knew about this kid already? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that has to be answered. There's a lot of questions about reform and things that happen. But the thing is, the state doesn't want to do any of that. If, if they wanted to, if politicians wanted to actually accomplish something to keep children safer in these environments... It would have happened a long time ago. Yep. Uh, Michael Malice says this all the time, but it's like public school is one of the first places that uh, a a person will see violence in their life or potentially be involved in violence in their life. And if you're homeschooled or you're in another situation, it's either significantly later on, if at all, especially in the States. Yep. Uh, And it's and it's so it's so weird, man, because I always feel like with that kind of situation that uh people just do their sort of like you know virtue sig- signaling for lack of a better word and then they kind of move on with it right where they like we were joking around at the beginning where everybody has to uh remind everyone around them that they think this situation is horrific yeah and it's just like yeah we we know yeah, we're, it is horrific. we're we're aware yeah um, you know and I, i'm just like and it's not to be cold towards what happened i don't that's not the point what I'm trying to get at is that if this is all that anyone is ever going to do while you and I have been out there, and I've gotten into it with people about this stuff, where it's like if if the only answer that people have uh, for this is to take away, uh, we'll just say it, law-abiding citizens' uh, rights, uh, we're, we're failing. Oh, because yeah. Because you're going to remove the ability for innocent people to protect themselves well here's the thing we did a whole episode on talking because there was an incident i think it was the one that happened in uk right and with, uh, where the lady that got stabbed to death i think actually sarah everard right yeah. yeah he he like tricked her or whatever yeah i think it was an actual officer yeah uh, pretty sure it was enough. and uh anyway that's way back we i did a bunch of research into it and the very top portion three point five million i'll just go ahead and say it like this they're anywhere between 
on the very, very low totem pole, like the, the lowest I could find, 67,000 defensive gun uses in America. And that may have just been specific to women, but I don't think so. Uh, all the way up to 3.5 million plus yeah. defensive gun uses. Now, on average, the general, from what I saw, was anywhere between a million and uh, above 3 million defensive gun uses in America of people saving their lives and stuff like that, which far outnumbers the people who are killed. Yep. Well, and what's so funny, to dude, is because when the statistics with gun violence, uh, self-defense is added into that. Self-defense is, suicide is, yep. all of these things that... Yep. We got into that, actually, yeah. on the show, too, because yeah. I had... I'd point that out like most the uh, the number one way people typically kill themselves is with a firearm mm-hmm. all that stuff and, and all that gets counted in the gun violence yep so then when people come out and they show those numbers or whatever and again this is why trusting the corporate pet press and a lot of these these people you got to understand that they have a motive behind what they're doing yep and so they come out and they show these numbers and her goes oh my gosh we have to do something and it's like well the first thing we could do is work on mental illness since everybody seems to be using these things to end their lives yep their own lives right uh and then we also need to take out the numbers of people who are doing this to defend their own lives because that's not fair either and then let's let's see where we're at uh let's talk about you know if you want this you know to keep your kids in these public schools it's like why is there not security why why are teachers constantly so afraid for their lives uh but not willing to put it in like take their self-defense into their own hands yep i exactly i get it i understand. I think it comes from people uh being afraid of guns yeah because they, yeah. they haven't grown up with it they haven't uh, you know used them before and they don't understand and then, yeah mm-hmm. there's a healthy respect and fear you need to have there because it's a huge responsibility yeah it's a a massive responsibility but if you're i mean if you're going online and you're like i'm terrified and something needs to be done it's like well something can be done and i've I've told people this too and it's why i could never be a public school teacher one of the many reasons why uh but i would carry all the time yeah even if it was against the law i'd carry it's like i don't i don't care (laughs) yeah well and here's the thing too is that a car is also a huge responsibility you have a Uh much more uh, likely chance of dying in a car accident than from a firearm. Yeah, yeah. Trigger discipline, making sure that you know how to uh, properly store firearms, both mm-hmm. when they're on your person and when they're not. Uh, especially if you have kids in the house. Uh, yeah, all, all this stuff. And I, I really think the only way that a lot of that changes for people is if if we keep talking about it. I mean, yeah. I was I was hanging out with some people um, this past Sunday, and someone had kind of brought it up, and we ended up talking about it for like an hour. Yeah, because it's like this is just what it is, guys. It's like they're, and and it's that way. You know, we talk about police, right? And I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but even if the police are present in the area that you're in, uh, you have no guarantee that they're going to actually save you. Nope. Let's be real. They could be standing two feet away from you, and it still may not happen. It's like, and I and I said this. I was like, the best option for your personal defense is for you to be able to defend yourself. That's it. Because you are the one it's the one in that situation. Now, it's not 100%. It there no one no one's ever guaranteeing that. It's like but you your likelihood of surviving a situation where these people are going into these like grocery stores or churches or wherever the case is your own self-defense. Yeah. And and practicing and being good at it, of course. Uh, but let's let's get to the point where people are actually 
on board with potentially learning how to defend themselves um, yeah and then then we can you know when the problem is is that like people are misfiring too much and not being murdered in grocery stores like yeah. we'll, we'll, we can get to, to that part uh after that and of course there's plenty of accounts out there where people are talking about that all the time because that's like their thing um but yeah I, sorry I, that was a bit of a, a, a rabbit hole down from from where we started but that's yeah stuff gets on my nerves man no not um, completely understand so all right let's keep going with certain laws, they nevertheless submit because they faithfully bow to the God of authority. These rules inevitably require violence to enforce, and those who refuse to comply, even if they aren't hurting anyone, ultimately come face to face with the weapons of the enforcement class for questioning its superiority. If they don't get the barrel of a gun jammed in their face, the fact remains that the state asserts its right to use violence if it wants. While its true believers deny this violence even exists, calling it consent of the governed or majority rule or the social contract. When every representative they elect and every law that's past hold their power because of an enforcement class that will aggress against others to ensure obedience. Those who wield the weapons and impose the violence for the institution are deemed heroes and martyrs. They receive special status and privilege and respect for fighting the sinners, the infidels, the non-believers. The effectiveness of this indoctrination leads otherwise good people to kill on its behalf for con man profits and others to rationalize it and advocate it, even if they don't commit it themselves. This fetish for authority and obedience to their god has led its soldiers to die for the state to kill more human beings than any other religion in the history of the planet. And the deaths keep mounting while people excuse it in blind faith. Now, depending on your political... Sorry, so... Uh, but if it doesn't if it doesn't happen over there, there, David, it will happen here. Yeah, and it does sometimes. <laughs> oh, you know, we talk... Like, that's the argument that people use. Like, if we don't... If we're not oh, bombing I see, I see. Yeah, Iraq, sorry. then, Are, and, you know, for our national security, then it will happen over here. And, and the thing is, is that then you get blowback and they say, they go, see... Yeah, and you go well yeah you bombed the dude's yeah. family what did yeah. you expect we were in afghanistan for 20 years it doesn't and here's the thing it doesn't excuse the blowback right no that's not what you and i are getting at what we're saying is is that the state ultimately federal government is the problem they, yes. they're allowed to uh start these insane wars for like she was saying the profit of uh the political class uh, and they go on forever and people say, well, it'll happen over here. It's like, no, it won't. Because again, like I had said earlier in the episode, uh, it's, it's not that we're not against the defense of a country. What it is, is it's like us going into these other countries to try to assert our quote unquote freedoms upon them. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people die when we seem to do that. Yep. And I say we, but I mean, a lot of innocent people like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to, because she said a lot of the stuff that we've already kind of talked about, um, mm -hmm. as far as the way the that rest of the video is concerned. People, people just they make excuses for why it's okay for the military to um, murder people. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it, it's but yeah, on the same hand, they'll criticize the military-industrial complex. Yeah, uh huh. And uh, and and it, what's gotten even crazier is that you know you have so many people. You brought up Ukraine earlier. You have so many people that are uh, so on board with sending firearms to Ukraine for their yeah. own their the defense of their country, but then they're like, we need to take them away from everyone here except for police officers. And you're like, or away from the government, and we'll throw police officers in in there as well. And it's like y'all can't make up your mind. Nope. It, it's like it it it's just take guns away from goofy. the citizens, but give them give more to the cops. It's goofy. It doesn't make, it makes any sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Why would Why would I give guns to those who have been violent the most with them? Yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's keep going. Or one of my oh. rights take away. Absolutely. Yeah. 
political or religious beliefs, you might have assumed I was going to be talking about Christianity or Islam or Judaism or some other collectivist ideology. And while you can call out the violence and suffering those religions have contributed. Sorry, before she gets into the, the, the stuff about what other religions have, have done, um, I, 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 I've, I've had this conversation. You remember Ace uh, Anarchy on mm -hmm. Twitter? Uh, yep. A long time ago, when I first started following him, I, I had mentioned to him and someone else who was following him because someone was like, oh, well, you know, Christianity is like a, a collectivist thing. Like, why are you OK with that? Uh, and he had and I don't know if he had answered, but I had like popped in because someone had said it. And I went, it's because as far as that's concerned, it's my choice to go into that building every day. No one's putting a gun to my head and saying you must attend. Right. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the idea of collectivism because i know a lot of like anarchists and libertarians and anyone who kind of falls into somewhere in that crowd you know in in that yeah. community uh they they kind of hate collectivism but the thing is is if the if the collective is by choice if the grouping of these people coming together no one's forcing them into this group i don't have a problem with it and i don't think most people who are thinking about that really do should have a problem with it yeah, yeah exactly it, it's the thing is to remember that too much collectivism can cause problems. As Eric right. July says, too much collectivism is cancer. And what that really gets to is it's not that you don't have your in-group or your family or your, your, your faith or whatever the case may be. It's when those things are being outsourced to people who want to put a gun to your head and say, you must abide by this and be mm -hmm. a part of the society that we have, uh, have created or whatever. That's when things start getting uh, into trouble. And like we've said before, it's where religion gets involved to try to like force people into these sort of things um you see that in the middle east you see you've seen that in america really across the board uh you you've seen a lot of religion be used in order to uh force uh po like political ideology on people uh so i just wanted to point that out because uh we we don't talk about that that often because generally when we're talking about collectivism we're talking about the stuff that we don't like about it yeah um so but it's it's not and she mentioned it at the beginning of the video so that's a, that's a point on her she's this is pretty well uh, well written uh, because she had mentioned at the beginning that it's like there's a lot of religions that actually do a lot of good for people that they yeah. they help the homeless they help the poor um, and again something else that libertarians are great about that it's like they want to keep that within a community thing where you're you're not you're ta you're not being forced to pay taxes that are quote unquote helping people uh, when in reality that's not usually the case either yeah exactly I lost my mouse ideology. And while you can call out the violence and suffering those religions have contributed to, past and present, the religion of statism has far more followers than any other, and it sows more subservience and destruction than any other belief system. The divine right of kings, wars for territory and resources, colonization, communism, fascism, monarchy, democracy. Some are mixed with other religions, others the only religion is the state. But the government always uses violence, which people defend because they've been programmed to accept that it's somehow moral when the state does it. Still believe your status religion is peaceful? Voluntary? A result of the consent of the governed and the social contract? What happens if I don't consent or submit, whether to democracy, communism, democratic socialism, or any other form of government? What if I non-violently choose to opt out, not pay my taxes, and refuse this arbitrary authority? I will be flagged, fined, and brutalized until I obey believe people are uh and this is always my thing too so when it comes to like taxes mm -hmm. that's the biggest one where you know i i think that and this is something we've talked about i think quite a bit as well obviously i pay my taxes because if i don't those things she was talking about that's what's going to happen <laughs> exactly you'll 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 be uh fined into oblivion uh 
men with guns will show up at your house and try to uh, persuade you to change your mind. Uh, and if you don't, you'll probably be thrown in jail and, and brutalized. Uh, and you'll basically lose your life over something like that, even if you have a good reason for it, right? So it's like, well, I don't want to pay taxes anymore because uh, so much of it is going to help with uh, abortions or going to support these endless wars in other countries in these places we don't need to be involved in, whether mm-hmm. it's regime change or whatever the case may be. Uh, but you don't have a choice. Yep. Because otherwise, you know, things are going to get rough. Now, I'm still convinced that if uh, people, especially within, let's, let's just say, like, church communities, in Christian mm-hmm. communities, would come to the understanding of why a lot of what they spend their tax, what, what their taxes are going to is things that they vehemently disagree with. Mm-hmm. And that because we live in a country where if your your vote, if it's a big enough group of people, could persuade someone because they don't they're not going to feel it within their heart right they're not the ones that are having the the change of heart it's that people do and they say you know what i'm not voting for people like this anymore i'm not voting um, for people who are going to use the, the the tax dollars that i'm spending to uh cause war to cause uh the deaths of innocent people whether that's um, children in the womb or anyone else right all of these things that are happening i think you'd see some change I don't think it would be enough, but I think it's a really good place to start. But the thing is, is again, it's just something people are just like, well, I pay my taxes, whatever. You, you, yeah. you click some buttons uh, on your preferred tax platform or you go see your uh, your person and then that's it. You don't think about it until that time comes around the Goes next back year. Around. Yep. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I, that's a conversation I think that we could dig into for another time, especially when it comes to the Christian side of things and why uh, the kind of understanding like stewardship and the things that, you know, we could, you know, be pushing for. Um, and I'm, I'm really against generally this, like uh, I, I said this to, to some people in our small group on Sunday, this uh, sort of hero worship of martyrdom. Yeah. Uh, it, and that's, again, that's another topic for another time, I think, but just this, uh, and I, I, I say that because I also think that the church is wildly um, misusing its uh, potential in uh, having real change happen in this country, bringing about like real peace in, in certain aspects of it, just by being like, we will no longer support people with our votes if this is the kind of stuff that's going to be happening. Yeah, yeah. I think you would see certain changes happen within, uh, po- like the political class, even if they don't really mean those things that they're saying. I-, I think you would see some of that change. Also, it would be great because, man, you would really get to see how the political class starts turning on churches. You know? Oh Every- yeah. Everyone's always easily. Like, yeah. Well, it's so funny too because it's like everyone's always like, no, persecution never happens in the states. It's like, yeah, it's because you guys are never pushing for the things <laughs> that uh, would bring that about. Like, if you turned on the war machine, it's like you know in big numbers it would require like massive reform within uh like biblical churches so it's something i think about a lot because i'm like man you know you guys say this stuff and it's so funny when people say like oh there's never like we're so like get like uh it's so good that we don't see the kind of persecution people do in other countries it's like yeah it's because you don't do anything right they're breaking laws that they know are wrong 
uh, while y'all are over here just being like, well, you know, some other kids got blown up in another country. It's it's fine. As long as it's yeah. not happening in the States. Exactly. Yeah. As long as it's not in my back, backyard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, praise God. <laughs> it's like the, you know, whether that's the, it may not be the, what they, uh, they understand, but it's like the perceived thing where it's like, essentially, as long as it's not happening here. Great. Mm. So, all right. Ready? Keep going. Yep bad and stupid and can't be trusted to live without government, then why give some of them violent authority to control you and let bad and stupid people elect them? Still convinced we are the government? If that's the case, did you codify slavery? Did you throw innocent people into internment camps simply because of their heritage? Did you nuke hundreds of thousands of innocent people? Did you spray poison onto innocent civilians in Vietnam? Did you drive taxpayers into trillions of dollars of debt? Do you spy on people who haven't done anything wrong? Do you steal the property of nonviolent people who haven't even been charged with a crime? Do you impose exorbitant fees and fines on individuals for trying to make a living? Do you throw them in cages for doing things you don't like? Do you separate children from their parents? Do you kill civilians abroad? Would you? I'm now speaking out against the brutal religion of statism because I was once a true believer. I thought it was a religion of peace and civilization, and I know how hard it can be to question this. But too much death and destruction have been caused by individuals acting on behalf of the god of authority or because of policies justified by that god. And too many people accept it and cheer it, claiming the enforcers are just doing their jobs because the religion of statism does not encourage its adherents to question it. Mm. Instead, it takes well-intentioned, good people and manipulates them into believing they're helping others and they're free, putting lipstick on the pig of the state's inherent violence and obliterating individual sovereignty and independent thought. If you don't think statism is a religion, check in with your emotions. Are you triggered right now? I've danced around this subject for years for this exact reason, because I know people will rage at me and call me crazy for not wanting to be ruled over. But the stakes are too high to stay silent. There's too much oppression to call statism anything but what it is, a fanatic extremist ideology of utopian pipe dreams and dire real world mm -hmm. consequences. What's your solution, you might ask? Well, I'm not so arrogant to think I have them all, but I will link to a video I put. Okay, that's pretty much it. Uh, and she, yeah. she links to another video. And and her, again, her video will be in there. So if you want to go check out her channel, um, she's on Instagram too. She's a lot more active on there because YouTube, um, yeah, it does not you know, like content if you like to this. Us, you know why yeah. our podcast is on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And, and she put this video out. Oh, oh, and that was the other, I didn't mention that at the beginning. She put this video out a year before the lockdowns. Oh, nice. Which is like, Perfect what timing. timing you know to, to have this entire thing and then the the government basically locked down the entire country without the the will well i say without the willingness of the people but it, you know we didn't really have a choice we had no say in it yeah. it was basically like this is what you're doing and they closed down all those businesses and people went you know again this is exactly what she's talking about it's the the, the state forcing its uh will upon the people whether they want it or not yeah um so yeah man do you have anything else you want to add to that Nah, man, I think that's pretty much it. We've pretty much covered it. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else to be said. Well, the only other thing that I would mention is that I I feel the uh, dancing around the topic thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I've even told, I still do, depending on the people. I was telling some people the other day, I was like, I just don't talk to public school teachers about this kind of stuff. Yeah, I try not to, right? Because it's one of those things where it's like, especially because a lot of them I do, I like, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think that they work for a prison system, but I do I like them as people, uh, and and I and that's where and you know this is the same thing we talk about all the time when it comes to us like criticizing even stuff like cinema, mm -hmm. where it's like we're not criticizing the people we're 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 criticizing the uh, 
the platform or the institution or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. And people hold so tightly to that. And honestly, I think we've talked about this too within like church uh, communities as well, where we'll have a criticism of a pastor or we'll have a criticism of the way that a church handled a certain situation and people are holding so tightly to uh, their identity in that building and those people rather than in Christ that they get utterly offended or yes. confused by the things that you're saying. Dude, especially if you criticize something a pastor says yeah, or just especially a pastor, but any church leader is the vitriol that comes or the, you know, the yeah. the criticisms of you not being a mature Christian that comes all, all sorts of things that come your way mm-hmm. is absolutely insane and it's because people mistake criticism for hate they do if you criticize someone it's just you hate them or you don't like them or it's because you don't have forgiveness in your heart Uh you have unforgiveness there you you know this or that right there's all this speculation going on exactly and here's the thing that other people don't realize too let's just say in the hypothetical situation that that was true somebody was criticizing someone because there was a unforgiveness in their heart with something well maybe there's unforgiveness in their heart with something because you know something legitimate happened they mm-hmm. were legitimately hurt and it's, and people don't realize that yes should theoretically theologically should forgiveness be instantaneous absolutely it should but most of the time forgiveness is a process it is yeah you know, and this, you know, and it's a whole idea and topic I've gotten into is God can't forgive you unless you ask him. Obviously, there's a way I can go on living my life in peace, not having um, vitriol for someone. Right. How can I forgive someone if they don't ask me for forgiveness? Right. And sometimes they might, may not even know. And yep. she said I was watching one of her other of, uh, of Carrie's other videos today. And it it caught me as something that was really interesting because mm-hmm. She she's not a Christian, uh, but right. she said that she said something that I found to be far more in lines with biblical teaching than I hear from a lot of people who outright claim Christianity mm-hmm. uh, and this idea of understanding and loving people and realizing that the things that they believe in and the things that they hold fast to uh, they've been completely indoctrinated by. Uh, yeah. And and just this idea, like, she didn't. I don't think she said grace, but her essentially what it came down to is like, have some patience and understanding with these people, right? And I'm like, dang, I was like, I don't even hear that on a regular basis, and it, and it and it hit me too that I was like, yeah, I probably need to be doing that as well. I need to. Re- I just like, whenever I hear it, and I think that's good. I think that is good when I do hear it though, whether if it's in the church. Or as far as the state's concerned, it's, well, you need to have patience and forgiveness with these bad cops or these people who've done this bad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, yes, like, don't hear what I'm not saying. People like to read into things. Yes. Grace, mercy, love, forgiveness, justice, accountability, responsibility. Just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean there's an absence of consequences regarding certain specific criminal behavior. Right. Yeah. She, I think her, she was more talking about person that you would potentially be speaking to about that less yeah. so than yeah the person i know that's what she was action. getting at yeah, yeah. yeah but i agree with you um yeah it, it, it's it's one of those things that's like you know oh well we should pray for biden it's like well we should probably pray for his soul considering <laughs> yeah, uh, no. he, you know he's been responsible for a lot of dead people yeah you know 
Uh, and again, I've talked about that in the past, but you can go, you know, it's like if, if we consider, if especially within Christianity, if you consider David a murderer from the Bible, uh, look at the presidents. Yeah. Pretty much every single one of them, as far as I know, in one form or another. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's all I got to say. Um, yeah, same. I'm cool. good, too. Well, thank you, guys. This was 91, right? Yeah. All right. Thank way, you. Wait, 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 wait. Don't say it just yet. Yes, it was 91. Okay. okay. Thank you guys for listening to episode 91 of the podcast. We will we will be back next week. I was I had to think about it for a second because <laughs> yeah. I'm like eh. I have I, Joseph's had a lot of personal stuff going on in his life. The last like week or two for me has been crazy. I think I'm hoping, praying um, I got some good news uh, recently and I've been working towards some other things that I and and had some momentum in some other areas of my life that I think work is going to get better soon and a little more consistent. Uh, things have just been kind of crazy. And again, because we're doing this in our spare time, uh, occasionally we're going to have these inconsistent moments where, you know, I, yep. I can't we can't record on a Sunday or Monday and then get everything out during the week. So we have to do like a makeup thing. Exactly. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being so patient with us in all of this. Um, yep. Don't forget that you can uh, email us if you have any, any comments that you want to make about this or you, you know, and you want us to read anything um, again, the donations, the direct me links, uh, the link to Carrie's video will be in the show notes along with, uh, are you going to, you going to keep that one article in there? Um, yes I will that. keep it in there that way people can be updated on it if they need it cool um, so other than that guys we'll be back next week we'll have hopefully uh, our regular two shows on Tuesday and Thursday um, but until then y'all take it easy take it easy politics ruins everything being patient with them I try to but you got room temperature IQ expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who got opinions not worth this what's under my shoe y'all tripping on truth when we call it out cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out if y'all with them and not with you I'd sit out cause every rapper's on the list now mad at a pitch count flowing heaters like my soul's beat up no people focus on hoaxes and the shows he book and I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such but I know that I'll be opposing to the goal I must start attacking Ain't lacking, my brain's lashed in Same way that I game is the same way of the backhand All the pain that I bring up is like the pain to the Batman I'm back cracking Whack trends claiming they rap fans and backtracking Give a crap about the what's his face Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate And you are a disaster and this can only go one way And you steady flashing guns in your music viz And I know you do it for the fun but what you doing is Abusing every rule of course you can use it quick You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing kid
it's one thing that I want you to see. It's everybody is ignorant. It's only when you speak on what you don't know you become slow and that ignorance crosses into stupidity. Yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or with me. Oh well, it'll be co-chance in hell, so riddle me this. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient, opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this message. Oh, you a hypocrite and I'm in awe cause the diversity you advocate is not in thought. You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber with echoes ringing, surrounded by a bunch of brainless. Your aim is yet all the same shame cause you ain't slick, afraid to relate other things cause you nameless. Tainted, weak, empathetic, you epitomize. Politic ties cause you scared to be criticized.